0: Hello Oregon. It's Tuesday, July 21st. This is Elliot News with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. A Portland man filed a federal civil rights lawsuit Monday against police officials involved in his 2011 manslaughter conviction, which was overturned because the Oregon State Police Crime Lab failed to disclose it had found another man's DNA on the victim's shoe. The lawsuit filed by 38-year-old Nicholas McGuffin alleges that authorities manufactured and hid evidence in their case against him. McGuffin was convicted of killing Leah Freeman, then 15. Freeman vanished on June 28, 2000, after leaving a friend's house. McGuffin, then 18, and Freeman's boyfriend at the time, was investigated, but the case eventually went cold. No physical evidence linked him to the crime. It wasn't until 2010 that Coquille and Coos County Police reinvestigated the case and identified McGuffin as a suspect. In 2011, a jury found him guilty of manslaughter in a 10-2 verdict. Last year, Malheur County Judge Patricia Sullivan overturned McGuffin's conviction because the undisclosed DNA information could have led the jury to acquit McGuffin. He was released from prison in December. He told the Oregonian and Oregon Live's Noel Crombie that his daughter and his determination to uncover the truth of what happened to Freeman kept him focused during his incarceration. That's the only thing that I think kept me going was was that, was the push to get this overturned and the push to try to find out what happened. There's nothing else left to be done other than to solve this crime. McGuffin's lawsuit was filed in U.S. District Court in Eugene. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler said he plans to remain the commissioner of the police bureau and that the city is exploring legal action against federal officers being deployed during nightly protests. Wheeler's announcements came after Commissioner Joanne Hardesty called on the mayor Saturday to appoint her as police commissioner after it became clear that city police were coordinating efforts with federal officers to remove protesters from downtown demonstrations. Hardesty already oversees the city departments that house firefighters, paramedics, and 911 dispatchers. Police officials have acknowledged they were in contact with federal authorities during protests and that a member of the Federal Protective Service had been stationed in the Portland Police command post. On Saturday, the Police Bureau announced it would no longer have a federal presence in their command post, The Fire Bureau announced the next day that Hardesty had approved a policy change that would prevent any law enforcement from using city fire stations as a base for tactical operations. Some Oregonians are waiting as long as two weeks to learn their coronavirus test results, and that could be hindering efforts to slow the spread of the virus. Dr. Jennifer Vines, the health officer for Multnomah County, said it's taken more than 14 days for some residents to learn if they've been stricken with the novel coronavirus. By then, they might already have infected others, or when public health officials finally call, those infected might already have forgotten many of the places and people they'd visited in the preceding weeks. That's rendering contact tracing much less effective. Oregon officials say national shortages in testing kits and supplies have spurred long delays for test results. The shortages have grown as case counts have climbed in other states. One million Oregonians will receive checks for $94.42 over the next few weeks, the second phase of a legal settlement in a case dating back nearly a decade. In 2014, a Multnomah County jury ruled that Arco gas stations and A.M.P.M. convenience stores had been charging a $0.35 debit card fee without appropriately notifying customers. A judge ordered BP, which owns the two chains, to pay $409 million dollars. The first round of checks went out last year, but more than a quarter of them went uncashed. It's not clear why, but settlement administrators believe some people didn't know what the checks were, and others thought they were scams. The burger chain In-N-Out is eyeing a property near the Bridgeport Village Mall for its fourth Oregon location. Tualatin Mayor Frank Bubinek told Tualatin Life, a local website, that the California chain wants to take over the former Village Inn restaurant in and out opened its first Oregon location in 2015 in Medford. Its third location in Kaiser opened in December. That was its first location within an hour of Portland. Thanks for listening. You can support this podcast and our local journalism with a subscription to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.